Crew Life, we just had one hell of an announcement today. It's Gronk. Gronk is coming to Tampa. And what do we have to do? We got the crew together to discuss what Gronk brings to the Buccaneers and get everybody's feelings on what it does. Does it change the way we draft? Does it change who we keep? Does it change the structure of our team and how we think about it? Again, we are going to be discussing this in this upcoming episode. Now, remember, the quality, uh, the quality of our audio is not what it usually is because we're doing it in all different spots. It's quarantine time. We have to be six feet apart, so we're all in our own houses. You'll hear some dogs. You'll hear some drinks. You'll hear some doors shutting and opening. But you know what? It's still the crew, and we're there with you. So again, listen to this new episode. It's called The Gronk is Coming to Tampa. At Apex Gift Card, we strive to save you money every week. Do you go to Outback, Hooters, Cracker Barrel, Bob Evans, Starbucks, or Dunkin' Donuts? We save you 20 to 60% on your meals. With over 40 brands to choose from, you will save money with ApexGiftCard.com. My, my first reaction is, uh, I mean, for myself, is uh, without all the practice and OTAs and everything that that goes on in the offseason for a new quarterback with a team. You just gave him his favorite weapon that he already has all the history with and all the signs. You know, he, he basically, they know each other's body language. So is it, to me, it's, it's a no-brainer. For a fourth-round pick, we just acquired a first-round pick in talent. What do you guys think? Rick? Oh, uh, I think it's a great play. Um, uh, it's cheap. Um, you know, a fourth rounder. Uh, we, we got a seventh rounder also. Um, you know, and the value play here is do you really want to keep O.J. Howard? And I think that's out of all of this, that's going to be the haunting scenario for this team because we can get, we can get a pretty penny for him. Um, he's, you know, he wouldn't go cheap. Um, and his value to the team may be diminished because of Gronk. If you have Brait on one side, which you've already restructured his contract, and you've got Gronk on the other side, or do you trust or do you not trust that Gronk will stay healthy enough to play the season and you keep Howard? Clevin? Well, here's my thoughts on that. I agree with Rob and you, Rick, uh, in part. Um. I think, number one, it's a, uh, again, I think it's great for the fan base. Uh, I think it's great move by the Glazers to put butts in the seat. I think people are going to think just what you said, Rick, uh, as far as, I think it was Rick or Rob, one of you two said the fact that Brady's here, there's no really off-season workouts, who knows him better than than uh, Rob Gronkowski? He's a dink and dunk type person. So, yeah, I think that works. But here's the flip side that, that I'm going to call out. Um, as y'all know, I already say Brady's old. Gronkowski can't freaking complete a freaking season. I, I, I mean, I've had this guy like three years in a row in fantasy and I can't get I mean he does great um, but good God why can't he complete a season I think concussions are real the same thing I said about AB Antonio Brown concussions are real and I think 
Gronkowski's washed up because of concussions. I hope, again, I'm going to say this. I hope that Gronkowski and Brady link up like they've done like years ago. I hope for our team they bring us a Super Bowl. I'm rooting for them wholeheartedly, but I'm going to be optimistic, and I don't think it's going to happen, to be be honest with you. Go ahead, Ali. Uh, all great points uh, from everybody, even um, the points about them not finishing the season. I, my whole thing is I believe this is just about getting to the playoffs. Uh, me and Rob spoke about it a little bit earlier. It, it's it's a This is a, um, a playoff or bust type team, so – it's to try to get people healthy, to get to the playoffs. He's a great acquisition. I, I don't want to say great. I'll say good acquisition. You know, to be honest myself, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, because we don't know what we're getting. Got to get some size back on him. You know, I, I know all that stuff goes with it. But um, as far as the season, I think he's just going to um, he, he's gonna play when he needs to play. And, and they'll hold him out some into the um, playoffs. We're kind of playoffs with us. We, we got Tom Brady. Uh, the refs are going to give us a little leeway, you know. We may have a few things go our way. So, like I said, it's, it's somebody he knows, uh, you know, and he can um, block on the line. So, um, I'm not saying if he can get himself back in order. And like you said, that's enough. So, I think that's the biggest plus, what you right. just said. It was about blocking on the line. I think that's that's awesome. And he's, he's good for it if he lasts. Uh, a full season, and I God forbid something happened to Brady in the first four games, um, and then you get this guy he he go he fizzles out by game nine or ten. I don't think we make the playoffs, and everybody's around here looking with an egg on their face. I, I just hope it don't happen, but I'm being real. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm not gonna get my hopes up. I hope it happened, but I'm not going to be there that we're going to the Super Bowl like some of these people are texting me and saying. Rob? You know, yeah, I'll go with you on is it a reach to get somebody that has had injury problems? If it is, then Cam Brady is a reach to keep on the roster because he's had injury problems the last couple years as well. The difference is Gronkowski's put up numbers. Gronkowski has won Super Bowls hurt. He plays through injury. And what he did was give his body a year off. His body basically has had a year to to recovery. He's dropped some of his weight that, you know, hurts his back. And I didn't know it was concussion issues. I thought it was more of a back issue with him. And, you know, I will say this, back issues generally don't get better Mm -hmm. with age, as all we all know. Um, But at the same time, is it worth the risk of giving away a fourth-round pick that we didn't, Really, how you say it, we got it for free for having a player leave our team, so we didn't really give up anything that's part of our real draft. That what was player? Give me what player left our team that round. we gave up? We got the fourth round. For. McCoy. McCoy. I think it was Gerald McCoy. And we you guys do realize? Pick. You guys do Which, realize um, that all the gold is in the later rounds, not just the first round. The fourth, the third, and fourth rounds—that's where all the gold is is found. Um, we have we have more problems. Here's the issue that I have with the Gronkowski acquisition: is we have more problems and issues and holes to fill with our defensive backfield that we could use 
fourth round talent on or, you know, try to find somebody in the draft. If not, you know, I don't think we have the cap space to uh, go out and find a free agent. And then again, we got our line that we need we need to stack to help protect Brady. So I I think because we got Brady and yes, O.J. Howard had a lot of deflections off his hands into the defender's hands. But I think it might be different this time. I, I don't know. I I think we might be hurting ourselves to trade a young player like O.J. Howard to get some old broke up guy that's only going to be here two or three years. But um, That's just my thoughts. I, I understand that, Clevin, but we're, we are playing for now. Once we got Brady, the clock starts. So we are on a two-year plan. Uh, there's nothing else we can actually do but go all in the best way that we can. You know, if we have to use assets for that, that's going to be a part of it. It's, it's just it, that's the way it's going to go right now. I mean, there, there's there's going to be players that's going to want to come play here. You know, and I, I'm not saying for the minimum or something like that. They'll figure out ways to make things happen. People restructure contracts. You know how the um, NFL goes. So if someone needs to come in and, yeah. and, or they give them a phone well, call, you, you know, they'll be willing to do that. So things can't happen because the more we add to the team, the more people are going to want to come. That That's just how it works. Well, so, here's so you don't say think one thing. OJ Howard is worth enough value as a young player. Hell, we just took him in the first round the other year. So, I mean, it wasn't too long ago. So, you don't think that he's worth a, a look or to be on the same with the Tom Brady that will throw to the tight ends? You don't no, that's so? that's not what I'm. That's Anybody. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that they're in the win now mode. They're not in there. There's this not. This is a teaching mode. Uh, some players are going to develop. I don't plan. think they'll be teaching with OJ Howard. I don't think they'll be teaching with OJ Howard. OJ Howard's been here for what? How many years? Third so, year. I mean, it's, I'm looking at yeah. This will be this his year third three. Year. So I'm looking future. I don't just want to like be one and done in the playoffs this year. Hell, we've been we've been suffering for absolutely. That's why we both the so dice. Can we get? Can we go on a four? A four-year Super Bowl ring? Streak? Absolutely not. But we we we're going all in for right now because it only takes one. That's what a coach thinks, especially um, with Bruce Arians right now. He's on the two-year clock. He's trying to do what he can to win right now. So I think people are expendable. I wouldn't be shocked if other stuff happens. Like you said, this is the NFL. You never know what happens. We we didn't see this coming today. So things can happen. I'm not, no, that that's been. I'm not saying that it makes football sense or anything like that, but that's how stuff goes. When people, I don't know. That's just kind of how I feel about it. I I understand how I know how things work. Besides regular watching football and entertainment, it's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I uh, no doubt, no doubt. I don't totally agree with you on that. It's it's more. It's a business, and they're trying to they're trying to put. I said it in the beginning. It's a money grab. They're putting butts in the seats, and they're getting their fan base excited. I mean, I would love to be excited, but I'm apprehensive about it because I know game three, these people go down because they're old and decrepit. Uh, now where are we at? You know, I hope it don't happen, though. I hope we go to the Super Bowl and win it. I'll be right there. Rick, what do you think? Um, I'm just a money guy. I'm a numbers guy. Um, so for the the price that we paid, 
we paid a very small price with the fourth round pick in order to have a shot. Um, if Brady feels more comfortable throwing to Gronkowski rather than Brait or Howard, and we picked him up for a very cheap rate, and we either win more games, reach playoffs, reach however it goes. All I'm saying is that they didn't pay a high price. And if if that's who Brady wants, you know, get it for him. That's, you know, that's what the man needs. Get what the man needs. The offensive tackle, running back they can catch. Let it rip. You know, um, Clevin, what you were saying earlier about O.J. Howard, you know, and, you know, I feel as if Cam Brate's going to be the odd man out just, just because they renegotiate his contract. It doesn't mean that they're 100% in love right. with him. He's had injuries the last two years. And I think his salary is a little bit more than O.J. Howard. But if you ask me right now, who's the most – one of the most disappointing first-round picks we've had in recent history? Agree. I would say it's O.J. Howard. And and I and I, I hope I'm wrong on this. I just don't see the the heart when he's on that field. Is that that's the most important thing to him? And you know, he's he's got all the size. He's got everything that the look of a, a true NFL tight end that's going to be a star. But if it doesn't come together on the field, and he doesn't believe that is the most important thing to concentrate on, then you kind of uh, you know, I, th- I think that's what Bruce Arian said. What what did he say at the end of the season about Jameis Winston? He said, at times, he looks like a star. Other times, he gets hurt by trusting players that he shouldn't trust. And look at the times that, that bad things happened. It was when he put trust into players that didn't come through. And how many interceptions did you say that he threw when he threw to um, O.J. Howard? You know, so it, maybe it's more of a workmanship, you know, that he sees on the practice uh, field, B.A., and that's what's causing all these issues. And uh, Bruce is like, hey, I'm bringing in people that I know will, you know, will run over or play hurt or do whatever they have to do to win games. And that's what you just brought in. I agree, Rob. Great. And, Clev, uh, I, I, I don't disagree with your point about that he can get hurt. But they're willing to roll the dice with that right now. I, I don't want I don't want to think I don't want you to think that I disagree with what you're saying because you do make a great point too. Because the injuries do happen. And like you said, he has been off a year. So it's not something you can guarantee, but they're taking their shot. You know, they shooting their shot. Yeah. I think timing's everything. And I and I do appreciate what you said, Ali. Uh I think timing's everything. Timing is everything. Think about that, folks. Timing's everything. Now, with that being said, the timing, we're in a global pandemic. These people, I know they're probably off to their sides and nobody's looking and they're working out and doing all, but it doesn't equate to being together as a unit with your coaches. Okay? You can have three or four people do their they're five on fives, you know, what it's not the same. Trust me, it's not the same. You need that cohesion, that cohesion there. You have a new quarterback. He needs to get that time. And I'm sure he's with with uh his his receivers or what have you. But 
I can't tell because I, I'm on their Instagram and I can see they're all out in California, wherever the hell Texas is where um, uh, Mike Evans is from. Um, they're all over the place. And I know they're not required to do that and all, but timing's everything down to their, their, their routes. He's got to get them. I think our first four games, I'm going to go ahead and walk out on that limb and on that edge right now on this podcast and tell you guys we're going to probably depend on our schedule, but I think we're going to go 0-3. Because our t- and that's simply because our timing won't be there because of this, not because of any one or two players, because of this pandemic. There's a lot of factors. There's a lot of variables that's coming into play here, and I and I just believe I'm I'm a gambler. Rick's uh, uh, Rick's a numbers guy. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Like we're gonna rip off the first eight games and win them. Clevin, if I may, um, God, I actually agree with you wholeheartedly. I really do. <laughs> As a numbers guy, uh, 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 you're really you're 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 a lot more right than you than you are wrong. Remember how we came into this past season. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, hopes and prayers, and hey, everything looks great, and and the cohesion just wasn't there yet. Cohesion. And to ha- and to have a new quarterback, we're, we're we're undoubtedly going to have another running back, um, whether that be draft or we pick somebody up. Um, I, I think we'll I think we'll be picking somebody in the draft, uh, but that's going to take a lot of cohesion between, you know, you you've got eleven guys and you're putting six brand new guys in there. You got it. You got it. And that's, in key position. That's a lot. And in and, and, and the most key position and the most key positions being running backs and receivers also. The, the greatest the, the best thing is that we've got Godwin and Evans. Yes. But they they don't have any rapport with Tom Brady yet. That, that, Not yet. Not yet. The numbers the numbers are right now one hundred percent agree with you. Uh, I would like to see some OTAs practices, see them go go through a preseason game. We'll yes. probably have a better idea. Yes, yes. And uh, on top of that, we don't know if we're going to have any preseason or any training camp as, yeah. as that fact. I mean, come on, people. We Rob? Just, go ahead, Rob. Talk to me about that. Well, you know, I, I see what you guys are saying. That's why I said bringing Gronkowski was a good move. Because you have somebody that has timing with him. He only caught 90 touchdowns from Tom Brady. He knows Tom Brady. He knows where he's going to where he's going to throw it. Tom Brady knows where he's going to run and catch it. I mean, I I would tell you right now that's going to be the number one target. I mean, until he gets comfortable. Um, the one thing you have to look at. I think they're planning on winning a lot of games defensively, and you know. They're banking on that point. They better of build their getting safeties. better with the defense. They better get some safety. And I, I see a safety. I, I I know everybody keeps saying that safety, safety, and this. And I said it. I said bring in a veteran. I don't think we're really that bad off. I think you have a if your front four gets to your quarterback, you could put somebody back there that maybe is learning the, the game. And I think our young safeties that got hurt um, last year that you know. They're coming back, and then we're going to have some, you know, 
probably a veteran or two come in. You know, it's going to be street guys. But you really – it's I think the key part of the defense is making sure your corners can play. Our corners got better as the season went on last year. And why did they get better? JPP stepped in. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the pressure got better against the – you know, on the quarterback. So you don't have a quarterback sitting back there and having – all day to throw a ball, they were forced to throw the ball early. And guess what? All of a sudden, our corners looked like they were a hell of a lot better than they did the first six games. So I, I think that's where we're going to be better this year's defense. But one thing that Gronk does for us that I don't think any of you guys have mentioned, he's improved our kicking game. And you might ask, how, is that, how does that happen? We, when Gronk is in a game, they score touchdowns, not field goals. You're taking the ball off the kicker's foot, and you're actually putting it in the end zone. Now, the one thing he's going to have to do is kick the damn extra point. But if you get that magic of now you have to cover Gronk, Godwin, Evans, and if you put a two-tight end set, either Cam Bray or O.J. Howard, and you have a good running back, I'll keep throwing this name out there until he's proven not to be on our team, is Swift, where do you stop him? Yeah, I know you guys say timing, but again, it's it's a lot to do with um, matchups. And I think the matchups well, you, become really you good when you put Gronk on. Has our coaching staff changed? Because last year didn't look like they were worried about too much matchups, but maybe because Brady's here, they'll start looking at matchups and trying to hit folks that are. A, a good matchup for us. Uh, I I I, th- I think what you're saying in, in a way is something that you know. If you listen to what uh, Coach Ba said after the season, is that Jameis Winston was very good at throwing the deep ball, probably the most improved player throwing the deep ball last year. But if you look at all the interceptions, those where out they routes happen? over the middle those out routes and over the middle. And why did that happen on a lot of that is because of touch. He didn't have the touch for those, you know, to be precise or he didn't demand his receivers to be where he's supposed to, where they're supposed to be, where I think you're going to have a little different quarterback leading that, that rush. And I, like I said before, I'm a big, big, big Jameis fan, but you look at the differences of the quarterbacks and how they lead a team. Jameis hasn't, wasn't there yet. And, you know, if you put Jameis up there against Tom Brady, is Jameis ever going to be a Tom Brady? That's the question. And and I think that's why you can't really compare the two as far as in the offenses because I think Tom Brady is a little bit quicker release. He also is a little bit more precise, and I think he's going to put the ball where it needs to be. And he, he's, he's, got, he's got the zip on the ball – to get it where he will, he will also, where he'll also command the offense. He will command the offense and demand excellence. Hey, Clevin, before I let you make your point, I'm going to throw one thing out at you. I'm going to let you guys speak because I've spoke a lot just recently. It, it, you know, there's a stat that Jameis Winston led the league in, and there's a stat that Tom Brady led the league in. One, you everybody knows Jameis Winston led the league in interceptions. Tom Brady led the league in throwaways. No, I did not. Did you guys know that? Hmm. Good stat. 
Clevin? I, I love this conversation. Oh, oh Clevin. <laughs> Clevin. I, I, I was just going to make, before he threw that out, I'll let you speak to that, Ali. But I just wanted to go circle back around to what Rob said about Tom Brady. And I keep saying this, and everybody, especially you, Rob, see, and I know you're, you're a Jameis Winston fan, so am I, and there's a lot of others that who are. But you want to say that there's no comparison between Jameis Winston and Tom Brady. Now, I say you're right in part. Again, the the issue that I have with that is Tom Brady's only had one coach, and he played in a system. Tom Brady's never played in the BA system. He's never played in di- with this team, and you guys keep thinking that Tom Brady's still with the Patriots and in hoodies system and he's not so it remains to be seen what's going to happen here in tampa bay under a completely foreign system that he's never ever played with yeah he got his broken up tied in but let's see how long that lasts and and again i want to say this the first six games will tell us what we need and i don't believe that we're gonna really burn burn the the forest down those first six games. I do believe after they start getting used to each other, after he starts getting uh, used to the coaches and the play calling and everybody starts getting their cohesion back, I think the second half of the season belongs to us. The first half, these same bandwagon fans are going to be booing and crying and screaming about what's going on. (laughs) Clevin, I was about to echo that, uh, you know, the the thing you know, just close your eyes and imagine you know all right there's a pick six there's a fumble yep. uh, you know okay they're not on the line it's a, okay holding now we're 15 happen. yards back and it's going to happen it's it's going to happen it's it's inevitable whether it happens in preseason or whether and they can get their act together but it's such a rarity in this sport that you see people thrown together like this right. and they are instantly you know, yeah. baseball, baseball, you can kind of do that you because do that you're, talking, you're talking about individual people. They weren't dedicated to the guy who was sitting next to them in football. Right. It's a team everything sport. relies on everything relies on the guy next to you, not just that's, you. That's what non-football people don't realize. And I can tell you, it it, it is a team sport and it, it take, it's going to take a while. I'm telling yeah. you, go ahead, uh, Ali. Go ahead and make the oh. point. Well, my my point is um, is actually what everyone just said. So I feel almost the same way just about everything that was said. But the main thing is I understand back to the um, original question, what if we start 0-3? What if we start 1-2? and 0-3, that's fine. Does that guarantee that we don't make the playoffs? Can you tell me that right now? No, not if we go 8-0 and in the second right. half. That's All what right. I said. And I, I, but they need to get it together. They need to. They need that time to play together. But you got fans here, and I've heard like I, my phone blew up in the middle of a a a, a, a thing that I was doing uh, today <laughs> for the NFL, as a matter of fact. Sorry. 
uh, my phone blew up. I had like 28 messages and they were all saying we're going to the Super the majority of them. We got Gronkowski. We're going to the Super Bowl. People get a clue. I, I get it. You know, excitement. Excitement is a good thing, though. Excitement well, is a good thing. I'm excited. I'm hopeful. Uh, you know, it, it, right back to what you were saying the other night, Ali, it, 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 how much more hope do people have now? How many more tickets are they selling now? Because Gronkowski and those 28 phone calls to you, Clevin, pretty much proves it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can I, can I, let me, let me say, let me say one thing real quick. What you were saying earlier about, you know, a system quarterback coming in here and all that stuff. John Lynch, when he left the Buccaneers, he went to play for the Denver Broncos. Everybody said he was a system safety. He wasn't going to be successful in other places. And he said that the reason he was successful with the Denver Broncos was because he was an older player and he had to learn a new system and it rejuvenated him to feel young again. And so that's coming from John Lynch. He said that made him really feel young to learn a new system. It was fresh air. He had to work at it again. He had to work harder. And I think you, you think about that and with the, all the stuff he wants to prove that he could win without Belichick, and I, Belichick's got to prove the same thing without Brady. But I think, you know, Brady's like, hey, I want to prove that this is not all just a system. And I think the same thing Lynch did. And Lynch is up in Ring of Honor. I think he's one of the only players in Ring of Honors for the Denver Broncos, the Buccaneers, and the next thing for him should be the Hall of Fame eventually. So I think you'd say yeah, Tom Brady's going to be in the Hall of Fame as without well. Without a doubt. Why didn't Brady you know, go so, to the Chargers? He the easiest thing I could tell you from listening to his interviews is he's family driven and his family, his son lives in New York. And also it had to do with the talent on the team. And he felt okay. this was the best chance to win a Super Bowl. He could have went to the Jets, too. And, and I mean, yeah, Sam but Donaldson? the Jets have a young quarterback. They weren't interested. Yep. They yeah, Donaldson they were their killing future, him last and, year. I mean, um, in the, the New York press. The sad future for them. They were killing. Yep. Yeah, but, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, uh, you know, I read I read an article, and if you guys haven't read it yet, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Ebor Buck, our, our buddy, he put, put a great article out about uh, Jameis Winston and how the Bucks, how everything went down, basically. And he was told, if you guys remember the press conference end of the season when B.A. came up and says, look, you know, Jameis has you know, regressed. He, sh he should have been a little bit further along at this point. And, you know, just basically went on. And after the press conference, the front office told him, you have nothing to worry about. Your job is safe. We're, we're our, you're, you're our future. And went on to talk about some stuff. And you look, you look at, just read the article is all I want to tell you guys because I think it gives you a different perspective. If we did not get Tom Brady, it looked as if we would have had Jameis Winston back. And if we just put it this way, if Jameis Winston was back, would ticket sales be like they no. are now? Would the hype be no. there? Would people be all excited about? Football? Not like they are now. Not even close. I agree with and, you, Rick. Not even close. <laughs> Cause, and, and the reason why it wouldn't be close is because Jameis was marked before he even got here by half the people. So, yeah, 
not even close. I'm with you. We 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 would be in a lot more in a much bigger hope situation is what we would be what we're, where we would be. Yeah. Uh, but my 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 I wanted to say one last thing. So one well, last I'll, question, I'll, I'll you guys. Say- the the question still remains that I think that they made this move so that they have OJ Howard as bait for Thursday. Maybe Friday. Um, what do you guys think about, um, you know, are you really going to keep OJ Howard, Cameron Brayton, and everybody else? Are you going to keep five tight ends on the roster? Or are they going to use OJ Howard and try and get something out of him? What do you guys there's think? No way, there's no way they're going to keep five tight ends on the roster. There's no way. And I think you're right, Rick. Um, bottom line is that I think they're using it as bait. That's why the move came today. Two days before Correct. the draft, they, they're gonna. Correct. It's gonna be uh, yep. a bait. It's like going fishing yep. in a pond. So yeah, it, Rick, you're absolutely correct on that. I'm gonna say this: if if it is OJ Howard that gets traded, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call it right now is the most we get for him is a third I was thinking second, pick, but possibly a fourth. Um. No, they already said last year the the Bucks were going to trade him, and mm. they couldn't get anything close to a second round pick. No, he didn't, and he didn't he didn't prove anything yeah. more yeah. last season. He proved less. So, so you're you're looking at possibly a third or fourth round for a first round pick that we kind of wasted the year. Which we is my got boy, a running back, um, Dalvin Cook. Yes, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Ali, you know, Ali, know, you know, he he knows I want a Cam running Akers. back. He's got a different idea of a running back. But I think in the no, first no, round, my, um, you got, my pick was shocked all of you guys. Who? My pick is uh, Henry Ruggs, Alabama. <laughs> we can't be stopped. Okay. That's absolute first-round pick. Now, is that Off first round or second round? What? Oh, good Lord, son. What? He's so- so you're gonna sit. So you're gonna sit there and and really you want Brady to get killed? I'm not. I already. I'm not. I already <laughs> told you. I'm not worried about the offensive line. What I'm what I'm doing okay. is having people that can't be guarded. I can put God. Hey, Clevin. Put in, in, a, in, in Hague, I trust. In Hague, I trust. Right. <laughs> this is gonna be very interesting. No, but it's you, also you a special teams problem. It's two for one. Check him out. If if okay. if you're really not thinking what I'm talking about, keep return, yeah, punt so, return. So what I'll say, right receiver. I'm telling you, catches the ball. And, and you know from, what? You you could be correct because sometimes they they have to get you know if you got a instant starter, a plug and play, and he can play in different correct. positions, and if he's the best person on the board. At the time, the best, the best player, you got to pick him. So but I've it's almost that. it's almost guaranteed that, that Swift will be there. Almost guaranteed, certain that Swift will be there for our first pick if we wanted him. Yeah. Then we then we pass over Dalvin. I could go over to you know. We passed over a lot of good Hall of oh. stars. I mean, you just don't know when it comes to the NFL. And I can tell you, again, there's gold in those later rounds. You just don't know which one. You're I, I absolutely agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm a back in the second round uh, guy. The really, yeah, my thing, my thing about Swift, and I was trying to tell Rob this. If you guys look it up, I'm not sure if you guys have checked it out. 
he has the most fumbles out of anyone that's coming out this year. And he's been hurt the past two years with different injuries. I'm not big on a, drafting a guy that's coming out of college with injuries. That, that's just my thing. I'm not saying he's not a great talent. So was Todd Gurley. Look what's going on with him now. I agree with you. Uh, you know, so I'm like I said, I'm looking for a plug-and-play guy that I know can play. I'm telling you, check the guy out. He catches everything that comes to him anywhere in his vicinity. And he's got the afterburners. We need that kind of hey, uh, Rob. Kind of you guy. know, hey, uh, Rob. You know, uh, none of us, uh, Clevin, Rob, or myself. I, I don't think we'll hear the end of it if that's the way who we actually get the first round. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we won't hear the end of it. Nope. Hey, but the one thing I will say is that I, technically I win if that happens in the first round because I said no offense. I don't know, Clevin. Does he win? Yeah. No, because he said so, running back. Is that guy running no. back, Ali? Oh, no, this is a receiver. Then he don't win. Yeah. Oh, shit. You said he plays all positions, so I win. Let's, let's see, let's <laughs> see if he had more than 100 yards rushing yards. But, you know, as we talk, we're, we're going to touch base again. I think we should touch base Thursday night when the, when the draft ends, and I know it'll be late. Um, we'll do a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, if we can get on just to talk for maybe 30 minutes, um, and talk about some experiences that, awesome. that uh, went on during the I draft. Am. You guys are good with that? Okay. Um, my <laughs> headphones are about to oh, die, well, so we're going to end this segment. Absolutely. I wouldn't, I also, Clevin, I wouldn't mind a D tackle. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'll go to that too, but I want to protect Brady first. You can't sack Brady 47 times and think he's going to last past game seven. Get rid of the ball. Then Rob <laughs> just say he throw the ball away, he'll get rid of it. Okay. As you get older, the ball Ollie, the I most know you're about NFL. 22. Nope. So as you get older, you get slower. Okay? <laughs> Take it from a wise old guy. Tell him the mayor oh, told I'll, you that. <laughs> no, I'm not – that's your get out of jail free card. I don't, but I ain't that far right. behind you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing with you, Ali. I'm telling Ali, you, Ali's not. T- he wishes he was. Tw- <laughs> Ali wishes he was. Tw- Ali looks good. good. Hey, hey, man, I appreciate it. I, I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we'll touch. We'll touch base again, uh, guys. Um, right before the draft, so. Uh, We'll post something else uh, coming up on Crew Life uh, Thursday night. And I know Coach Williams – or I'm sorry, Coach Pell will be going on uh, Thursday live on Crew Life during the draft, doing a show. So everybody tune in. All right. Uh, Crew for life. Everybody family. Y'all stay safe, man. All right. Appreciate it. Yep. Bye. Hoggy's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Tampa Bay. We cater to every occasion. Call 727-688-2087. That's 727-688-2087 for the best service and price on barbecue in Tampa Bay.